You are tuning in to an episode on the Pray Hustle Slay podcast. on the Pray Hustle Slay podcast. Hey guys, you're tuning in to another episode on the Pray Hustle Slay podcast. Listen, I am super excited about my guest that I have today. Um, his name is Keith Butler. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you, Keith? I'm great. What's going on? Nothing much, man. Listen, I am so happy to have you. Um, I know that our conversations are always unconventional, and I'm so glad that we were able to um, get things going this time around and uh, make sure everything working and have some great conversation. Um, but I wanted to welcome you to the show. And I know that we kind of went over what we were going to talk about, uh, but I'll kind of get people um, caught up to speed. So uh, one of the things that me and Keith were talking about off air was um, the importance of seeing more men pray. Um, I think for me, and even a person that's just unconditional, that's not traditional either, um, is to really change the demographics of what's going on today. So I just wanted to kind of get your feedback um, about that and then we'll kind of finish the conversation from there. Yeah, uh, I mean, for me, men and prayer, uh, for me, goes hand in hand. As the man, uh, you know, we, we are looked at as the provider, protector, um, uh, we looked at as, you know, look for uh, guidance for the family, uh, for the community, uh, right? And we have to have some type of foundation um, or some type of overhead where we go to get our guidance, where we go to get, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, where where somebody provides for us, uh, right? And um, so the only way, um, is to have that connection, right? Is to uh, be able to go and speak to God, right? And not just for stuff, right? I, I think a lot of times we get caught up in praying for stuff. Um, my prayer, I've always longed to pray for him um, and the stuff just comes with that, right? Um, and so for me, you know, coming from the, 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 the neighborhood I come from, coming from kind of the family structure that I've experienced and that sort of thing. Like prayer was always that thing for me. Like prayer was always that foundation. Prayer was my first uh, therapy session, right? You know, becoming, you know, being a young black man, young black boy, we never like heard of therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like therapy was for people outside of our community, right? Um, only time we really heard about therapy was like, 
you had some type of mental issue, you know what I'm saying? And you were going to see a counselor, but like just somebody to go and talk to, we never really um, had that, right? Um, and, and so we seen a lot of different things in the household. For me, prayer was that therapy session. Prayer was that, you know, when I'm leaving the crib every day, that's my guidance. Like, do I make the wrong decisions? Do I make the right decisions? Prayer was that connection with God for me that always guided me in the right direction. So. Uh, for me, I think being a man, especially a black man, prayer is everything uh, for me because you always getting pulled on and you can't live up to your responsibility if you don't have that guidance or that, you know, that one thing that puts you in um, in place to be that man. That's good. Um, I think that even just to touch on the therapy piece a little bit, I think that therapy is like that hidden gem, that hidden jewel um, that is, I think, right now just becoming uncovered to where it's received. That makes sense. You know, I have um, a few friends that are therapists and I, I look at how passionate that they are. And then I also look at the people that they deal with. You know what I'm saying? Not just um people that are healthy and in their right mind but just understanding that you know you have to be able to unwind you have to be able to learn how to do self-care you know take that weight off your shoulder and some of us and I'm speaking from from myself you know from my perspective you know years and years of just things that have been held in absolutely you know what I'm and I think that um that's one therapy is one of those things where I really want to break tradition when it comes to that and and really have people to understand like hey therapy is not a white person thing it's not a Chinese person thing it's a I want to be better yeah type yeah of, you know like I want my health and my my mental health to be a one just as well as when you get to a place where you're understanding that hey you know this is where my this is my wealthy season but if you if your mind isn't right that money means nothing yeah no 100 percent. and think about what therapy is right from my perspective mm-hmm. right therapy mm-hmm. is an unbiased um unbiased conversation unbiased help with matters of the heart and the mind right think about Mm -hmm. that think about the root of what therapy is i'm sure if you got a a therapist on the line they'll give you like an actual true definition but if you when you boil down to it therapy is nothing but but unbiased help with matters of your heart and your mind matters of the deep dark secrets the deep dark issues of the heart and the mind right Mm. think about when you don't have access to that in the form of a person who else is the best place or the best person to have a conversation with of things of the heart and the mind matters of the heart and the mind that is going to be very unbiased you know what i'm saying um and, and so for me again i agree like therapy as we've gotten older and we've gotten the information and more access and um that sort of thing we understand how important therapy is right like real true therapy real going to talk to real physical people who again has no bias against what you're going to tell them no bias opinion um comments that sort of thing but think about it when that person is not available when people around you is not available or when 
you haven't even dealt with things enough to be able to have that conversation with people and be comfortable with it, who's the best person to have those conversations with? You know what I'm saying? And so for me, that's what prayer has always been. Like, for me, I never approached prayer again with asking for stuff. At least I try not to, right? Uh, it, you know, I never asked God. I don't want to say never, but I very rarely ask God for stuff like money or houses or cars or uh, any of that. God, give me your wisdom. I can go make my own money. You know what I'm saying? God, protect me. I can go get my own cars and stuff. You know what I'm saying? God, give me the guidance. You know, I can go figure out my business. Just give me the guidance, right? Um, And and, uh, again, who else better? right to have those conversations with and if you do it right and consistently you get real answers that's real that's real listen i i love it and and i always say like if you really like to know me is to know that i am so not traditional you know what i'm saying and that's why um when i gave me the book um 21 days of prayer and devotion I was just like, man, like, God, this is me. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he gave me that, everything in that book I have experienced. And I I think I mentioned to you, I told you that I made the cover a man's yeah. hands because sometimes if, um, if you see something that's a little feminine or something like that, it's automatically assumed that it's only for a woman. And I really, really wanted to... Um, break that threshold with this book and i always get questions right how do you do it with this and you got this you got kids and i said man if you didn't see what what um what warfare that i've had over these years of becoming sex successful and going through a divorce and all these things i'm just like it all boils down to prayer and that time with god it's like don't think of god as no meaning you know what I'm saying? Like, you still have to put in that work. And I think sometimes that's the misconception about being a Christian. I remember somebody telling me, like, oh, well, you got God. So you should be you should be straight with those wants that you had. I said, no, nah, it's not that easy. You know what I'm saying? It's not that thing of just going to God and he just magically makes it appear. When you grow in God, just as you said, and I'm glad that you said it exactly how you did. Because that has been my prayer. As I've matured, it's like, God... I can do the work. Just give me the strategy, the connection. Give me the favor, you know, when I go to get this answer that I may need from this next person. You know what I'm saying? And it's so many other things that we can go to God for. Once you mature in in God, it's so many other things that you can pray for besides cars, money, and houses. So I told you would be there. And I, I guess the next thing that I really wanted to get your opinion on or your feedback is the importance of the male role, not just in community, but in family and friendship and just building, period. And how can we get more men to adapt that um, that perspective? Uh, uh, for me, the man especially the black man i like to like you know talk specifically to my community um Mm -hmm. i think the man i not think i believe the man is the key here's why right um Mm -hmm. uh, the black woman does a wonderful marvelous job 
right, with uh, upholding uh, everything almost, most things, right? But I think I think the black woman are uh, a lot of times put in positions to be stronger or to be um, to have to do things that they shouldn't necessarily have to do or it shouldn't necessarily have to be the responsibility uh, of them. They have the power to do. They, uh, you know, I, I applaud the black woman because y'all gonna always figure it out, right? But sometimes you shouldn't have to figure it out. Um, and, and so uh, again, going back to talking about guidance and that sort of thing, I believe that the male, the black man should um, always be the foundation, right? As our women grow and gain more power and gain more money, become more strategic, and I love to see it. I love to see all the black women doing all the marvelous things. I think now mm -hmm. though, it should come a time where the black woman does not have to elevate, always elevate herself, but that you can stand on the on, on the shoulders of the black man, right? Um, uh, imagine, imagine the acceleration of the black woman if you just had a preordained platform to already be halfway there you know what i'm saying so like so so i think um as a black man as black men i think it's all all the importance of the world think about what the black man represents um in just the family right um when you talk about kids when you talk about the son um sons love their mamas they love their mama, but they long to have their daddies in their lives. They long to have their fathers in their lives. That's just some conversations, some guidance, some things that I want to do with my father. You know what I'm saying? Um, the girl, love their mama, right? Mm -hmm. But it's just certain things that a young girl needs to see, um, a certain confidence that needs to be put in that in that young girl a certain battery that needs to be put in that young girl's back from her father you know what i'm saying um the community outside of the family or we could talk about the wife the wife again y'all do an amazing job or the woman and don't necessarily have to be the wife y'all do an amazing job of um self-preserving and figuring it out and doing what you have to do right a lot of the times though, especially in past generations, I mean, y'all doing a wonderful job with again, getting there now, but in the past generations, a lot of great women has been looked over and didn't reach their full potential again because they spent most of their lives doing stuff that they could do, but they, they, they shouldn't necessarily have to do. That's you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and so I, I, the, the male role model from head to toe is so, so important. Again, the woman's role, if you even look back and, and, and we gonna move and I'm gonna I'm give back to you, but if we look back to the beginning, if you believe in the Bible, Christianity, the woman um, was removed from the inside of the man, the rib, right? The rib being one of the strongest bones in the body. It actually protects mm -hmm. all the vital organs. It actually, the body would not be able to intake oxygen um, into the lungs without the ribs, the function of the ribs, right? And so again, the ability of being strong and being a protector and 
um, and, and being essential was always in the woman's DNA. It was always in the woman's DNA, but it came from the man, right? And so imagine a strong black woman who has never been able to identify the root of where she come from. Sheesh, that's rough. And, and so you got to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? And we could go on and on and on about how that affects relationships. And when that girl starts dealing with men and that sort of thing, it becomes just a whole fiasco again because you're used to having to be strong, having to be the protector and all of that stuff is in you, but you don't even know what you came out of. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I think it's very important for the man to step up. You know, that's what I'm all about. The man to step up and be that foundation if for nothing else if for nothing else our women and our kids um not have to go through another generation of being strong and protectors out of necessity but never understanding where they come from you know what i'm saying that's good man thank you for i think sometimes people look at um they look at the strength of a black woman and that's yeah. all they see. They can't see that she's tired. They can't see that she needs help. They can't see that if she had help, how much stronger she could be, you know, just yeah. as a mother or a being as an individual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I totally agree with you and I'm glad that you shared that yeah. part because <laughs> me speaking from being um, a current black woman, a single mother. Hundred um, percent. I am tired, and being tired does not mean that you give up. Being tired says that hey, I am ready for a change. Now that doesn't mean that I become anxious and get into a space where it's just like okay, I'm gonna just go and be with this guy or this first person that offers me some type of relief. That's not what yeah. I'm saying at all. But I think that sometimes people or women just are okay with having yeah. this cape on My but please believe that there is a detachable part at the top just how the kids wear their costumes like you can take it off and you can put it back on but don't think that you just have to be this um superwoman 100 percent of the time because you'll kill yourself mm. whether or not it be from stress whether or not it be from just carrying this weight um, that you don't have to or you shouldn't have to you know what I'm saying and I, and I think that that's a misconception of um, the black woman sometimes it's like oh I gotta do this I got yeah you gotta do it but you also gotta learn how to take breaks yeah. you gotta learn how to find someone that you can um, confide in and talk about these things so that you can become stronger you can keep going so I'm glad that we had a chance to talk about that and, um, and, and real quick I, 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 and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I know we gotta move but real quick I, I was just reading something. Um, I just did a, a, a real quick search of what happens or what the potential of can happen when you have cracked ribs. It says, while the ribs are fractured from a mild or moderate trauma or repetitive movement may seem less severe, they are still painful and can lead to serious complications. Pain often occurs with deep breathing when uh, patients can't breathe deeply or cough. The risk of pneumonia increases. Uh, but it lists a ton of things that can happen when the ribs are, if the ribs uh, uh, 
uh, are broken or are cracked um, or are fractured, right? I, I think that's important because again, the ribs are a very strong thing that protects um, and does all of that. But when they become damaged, Jesus, yikes! When when the ribs become damaged, uh, it, it it can cause a ton of pain it can cause a ton of things in the body to fall apart um it can cause uh it, it can cause it can cause massive trauma right when 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 the th- when and it exposes the vital things that it protects which is why it's dangerous for the the woman period but specifically the black woman um to always be looked at as the protector, always be looked at as the thing that covers the vital parts of the body, but itself having no covering. Yikes. And so I, 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 I believe, because again, the ribs, though it, it, has a, uh, it, it has a position of protection, the body or the outside layer of the body uh, protects the ribs, right? So it has its own level of protection. Right. And I think that's the role that the, that the black man plays with the black woman is that we have to be there to protect our women, because when our women become damaged and cracked, it can cause a lot of trauma in the body, a lot of trauma wow. in the body. Wow, man, that's good stuff. That's like that's <laughs> that's super dope. And I, I'm, I'm glad that we had an opportunity to talk. And I know for sure I'll have you on um, a lot more because I, I like you. I love to hear the insight from both perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Uh, both perspectives because it's so needed and not just from um, uh, listening from a, a woman's perspective. But I know that there are some things that men want to yeah. know from a woman. You know what I'm saying? Just to create that balance. So I appreciate you for coming on, man. It's, it's, it's always a pleasure to have someone that is, I guess, quote unquote, woke, if you have it, um, not necessarily um, of tradition, um, but really out for God's heart, for um, his perspective and really, really, really being able to build up um, our community full of, you know, men and women. So I really appreciate it. Is there anything else that you would like to share um, before we close? Um, that's it. Um, so we're getting ready to do a lot of work, obviously, uh, together. We got a lot of stuff coming. Um, mm-hmm. um, if you have sons, please check out um, our clothing line, Young Kings Clothing. Um, that's Young Kings with a Z, K-I-N-G-Z on Instagram. Um, you can check that out, www.youngkingsclothing.com as well. We're getting ready to drop some um, dope stuff. Also, some stuff where we're connecting with different organizations in the community to help out during this COVID. Um, so check us out. Keep uh, you know we'll keep you updated on the stuff we have coming. Also, our mentoring program, um, all in the number one mentoring on Instagram as well. Please follow us. Reach out. We're going to be um, keeping you updated on some things we have coming for this summer um, as well. Um, and yeah, we appreciate. Uh, you uh i appreciate you having me of course of course i appreciate you as well for taking out your time one thing that i wanted to ask you before we close um what could you tell um the people or what can or how can you inspire someone 
that may be living in fear due to COVID-19? Wow, good question. Uh, I, I'm going to use an analogy or a story that I've told a few times, but I, it just came on my heart the other night you know, when I was thinking about all the people around me that is dealing with a ton of pressure, uh, a ton of pain from this COVID uh, environment and uh, you know, virus and that sort of thing. So I, I'm often reminded of when my son um, was was getting ready to be born, um, and we had a real uh, crazy pregnancy, a high risk pregnancy the entire time, that sort of thing. So on that night, uh, I get her to the hospital, rush her to the hospital. Uh, the nurse comes in, getting ready to prep her, and the nurse says, um, "You know, are you going to be on you know meds? Are you getting an epidural?" She of course said yes. Yeah. So. Before she's getting ready to administer the epidural, uh, she said, you know, we, she's just talking and she like, just to kind of let you know, the epidural is going to take away most of the pain, um, but uh, you will still feel the pressure. And, and so obviously, uh, you know, we, we had questions, what you mean, you know, obviously she had most of the questions, what you mean, I thought it took away everything. And she says, well, no, it, for the most part, it takes away the pain because the pain becomes a distraction. Um, but she said, it's, you're still going to feel the pressure because the pressure just is there to remind you to push. Mm. I, I was reminded of this story the other day. Uh, obviously, there's so many people under a lot of pressure. You lose family members and friends and co-workers and people around you. Pastors are dropping dead. Uh, from this virus, uh, people are losing businesses and jobs and, uh, you know, people are under a lot of pressure right now. You can't even deal with your loved ones being gone because, you know, you can't really have a funeral. People are dying in the hospital without their families. Like the economy, our government, of course, is crazy right now. And so everybody's under a ton of pressure. How do I figure it out? Uh, what do I believe in? Even pressure with our faith. What is it that I believe in? Um, I just want to encourage everybody that embrace the pressure in this season because um, the pressure is nothing but a reminder that it's time for you to push. The, the pressure uh, uh, does nothing but remind you that something is on the way, that that thing that's on the inside of you is on the way and it's just there just to remind you to push. Uh, so if I can give one piece of encouragement to anybody that's listening, I hope this helps somebody that it's time to get up. Uh, it's time to shake yourself off. Um, it, it's time um, to 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 strap your, your, your boots up and it's time to push that business that you thought was getting ready to go under. It's time to push. It's time to push the strategy, the new strategy. It's time to to push the new marketing. It's time to push the new product. Uh, it's time to push for the new job. It's time to push yourself outside of that comfort zone because, again, the pressure is just there to remind you to push. If you ever, if you don't believe me, go look up the process for making diamonds. Everybody know it, but go really look up the process of making diamonds. If the pressure is absent, the diamond will not uh, become. And so uh, I, I just want to encourage somebody uh, who's under a ton of pressure, a mountain of pressure, that that pressure is only there to remind you to push. Jesus. Listen. Where the hands at? Let me, <laughs> let me clap. Where the, where the... <laughs> good, man, listen. That was an 
inspiration for me, even though um, I don't feel like I've been under a great deal of stress or anything like that. I think that was motivation yeah. for me to keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Out of all perspectives, whether when it comes to kids, this homeschooling, business, creating balance, um, trying to work from home, the whole nine. So thank you so much for that. And I hope that um, that really blessed someone. Um, and you gave us all of your contact information. I'm sure we'll have you on soon. Um, if there is nothing else, Keith, thank you again for your time. And of course, um, if they want to reach out when it comes to um, supporting you, you guys have his IG. Can you tell them one more time um, your social yeah, media? Yeah, yeah. So actually, personal social media, leader of Young Kings, Kings, K-I-N-G-Z, um, business page for the clothing line, Young Kings Clothing. Uh, that's King spelled the same way. And then mentoring program, all in the number one mentoring. You can find us there. Um, check us out. We're going to be updating the pages. We kind of last few weeks, but we get ready to start putting out new content, updating our pages. You can reach out there. I always respond. Uh, let's connect. Let's work. Let's get the community back together. We can't fall under this pressure. It's just time to push. Sounds good. Listen, y'all make sure that y'all go support Keith. Make sure y'all reach out if y'all need him. And listen, I hope to see you guys um, soon when it comes to being able to do a live podcast. We are introducing that um, in our ups, our episodes um, to come up in the next week. I want you guys to make sure you stay connected with Shop, Pray, Hustle, Slay on IG and also on uh, Facebook as well. You guys be blessed and yeah. we'll see you guys soon. I'm Radnisha. You've been listening to the Pray, Hustle, Slay podcast. If you're listening directly from the Anchor app, did you know you can leave us a voice message with your questions or comments to the show directly in the app? Give it a try. Or you can always email us at shopprayhustleslay at gmail.com. Maybe you got a topic you want to recommend to us. Just shoot us an email. And if you haven't already, go to your favorite podcast platform and click the subscribe button on Anchor, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or maybe even Spotify. Whichever one, make sure that you click the subscribe button and give us a review while you're at it. <laughs> Join me next week for another episode on the Pray, Hustle, Slay podcast. <laughs>